Here at Notes of Agoon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions require just better sex, guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the, the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. What's going on, goons? This is episode, I don't know, 87 of the show. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. This is Notes of a Goon. I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. Thanks, Mike. And you were in the booth with uh, 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 Frank from here at Gas Digital. Yeah, former HSR producer. Yes, former High Society Radio producer, Frank. Me and Frank got into a bit of an argument the other day. Now, 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 now. Hi, Frank. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Now, I want to establish before I say some things that I do love Frank. I love you very much, Frank. I love you too, Chris, even though uh, uh, some things have come to light on your opinion of me. Um, so now, Mike, you recall a few months back on the show, I did an entire tirade where I said, everyone is stupid except me and probably you because weed is weed and shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, you said it for many things, but yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that was a huge one. It was, uh, and, and I, I brought proof to the table, uh, various articles from scientific sources. And so me and Frank are talking the other day, and he says he can unequivocally, now I have a bag of many different weeds here. It's a bag of bags of weed. I didn't say unequivocally. He, Frank said unequivocally that he was the greatest uh, <laughs> determiner of whether a weed is a sativa or indica in the known universe, to the point where he has uh, just been given indiscriminate weed. He gave me two anecdotal examples of when he was given weed, and he knew, because of the way he felt, it was not the type of weed he liked, which is, of course, sativa, because only people who claim to only like sativas have this pompous of an opinion of themselves. Frank? I, I don't have any facts to argue that. I don't know what other people say they only like sativas. The type of people who only uh, smoke sativas are the type of people who say, claim they want a mind high and not a body high, even though I think you just get high when you smoke weed. There are varying effects from varying different cannabinoids, but because you said to me, uh, uh, you know the difference, you were 100% sure, you could tell the difference no matter what between an indica and a sativa, I have brought you a bunch of free weed. Much of with which I know the person who actually grew this weed. Uh, there's an answer key in here 
that I will give to Mike at the end of the show. There are five bags of weed in here. They were labeled one to five. There are five different strains of weed. I'm not going to tell you the proportions of how many are indicas and how many are sativas. I will tell you this. One, the people that created the genetics for the seed have said it is an evenly balanced hybrid. However, the parents of both of the parent plants for this evenly balanced hybrid happen to be indica dominant, according again to the growers, we all know this is horseshit, uh, 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 indica dominant strains. I will tell, that is the only hint I'm giving you other than that there is, you know, there is sativas in there, indicas, and there is one hybrid. You, you can figure out how many of each because you, Frank, are the greatest weed taster in the land. Sure, whatever you say. Now, are you contesting that there is no difference between sativa and indica? I'm contesting that you certainly cannot tell by smoking these weeds. <laughs> Okay, can, and, and, can and anybody tell? I, I'm going to say that different people feel different types of high when they smoke weed, just like every time you take shrooms, even if they're shrooms grown on the same birthday cake, uh, birthday cake being the small cake that you take out of after you seed your uh, cakes, uh, even if they come out of the same thing, the second time you eat those same shrooms, you may feel differently. Um, I think people, uh, it is a psychoactive drug. Now, while I do agree that uh, marijuana has been shown to help people uh, undergoing chemotherapy with pain management, and uh, uh, appetite issues and nausea. Um, I will say that a lot of the differences between energetic weeds and body couch lock weeds is in the eye of the beholder. Set and setting play more into effect th- than the actual strains of pot. And in your example of the chemo patient, they would be getting prescribed a sativa for those. Symptoms? No, they'd be getting prescribed weed. But of what variety? I don't know. Typically, they just prescribe them marijuana. Like the original G13, I believe was a hybrid. I think it was a, I think I believe it was just a hybrid of both um, species. So really, the only difference between those two species is that sativa plants are kind of pussies. You see, uh, they take a long time to flower. They're late bloomers because they're pussies. Uh, 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 they're weaker plants. They die easier. They they get uh, affected by nutrients significantly more. Indigas hardier plant. Shorter flowering time, that means, you know what that means? They're blowing loads quicker. You know what I'm saying? They, they're going through puberty. They're fucking. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing this out there. Now, I would never be able to claim, even when I was smoking weed. Is that why it's like an indica in the couch? Because they're just so tired from busting nuts, they got to uh, rest? Maybe that's what it is, Mike. You know, I didn't realize that that's probably what it is, is all the nuts that they bust. <laughs> now, Frank, <laughs> you told me that when you smoke indicas, you can't get your work done here at Gas Digital. But I've given you, there's going to be some in there. I'm not going to tell you how many. The only thing I'm telling you about this bag of bags of weed. So you've changed the number. It's five bags of weed. You told me there was two sativas. Well, I told you. the rest would be indica. Uh, well, I, all I'm telling you is there's, a, there's an indiscriminate amount of any, any amount. And then there is one, according to the people who genetically created these seeds, is a 50-50 hybrid. Okay. But there's nothing to disclaim that the rest aren't all indica. I will promise you that they are not all indica. Okay. There's at least one sativa in there. Excluding that hybrid. Exclu- there, like I said, there's like I said, I, there's at least one sativa in this bag of bags of weed. So by next week, you're going to have smoked all of these bags of bags of weed. This bag of bags of weed. And you're going to write down as you smoke them. I need you to keep like a dream journal, but for weed for the next week. And you're going to write down just you're going to there's enough to smoke a joint in each one of these bags. And you're going to write down 
Now, here's the thing. I want you to understand this. If you get even one wrong, it throws your entire hypothesis out the window. You understand this. You argued with me that you can only smoke sativas. You understand you're the one with the hypothesis here. No, my hypothesis is <laughs> that you... It's not my job to prove anything. No, okay. You have said that you can only smoke sativas, and you know the difference, and you... So if you get even one wrong... I said I prefer sativas. No, 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 no. That is not what happened. I didn't say I can only smoke sativas. That's some pussy gay shit. No, no, I no. have four different kinds of weed in my you house, said, and you, only one of them is sativa. You said you can't, do, you can't do your work if you, if you don't... You said you can unequivocally tell, right? You yeah, said you so can I'm tell... Way more, I'm way more creative and productive. Correct. Okay. So you're saying that for the record, that you know for a fact that you are way more creative and productive every time you smoke a sativa. In my experience. In your experience. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you get even one of these wrong, you're, you're also, you're, you're seeing a different tune now than when we were outside in the fucking office last Thursday or Wednesday, whatever day it was. I'm just saying, it's a little bit of a different tune, Frank. It, when you sing it, it is. What do you mean? <laughs> Unequivocally, best in the world, all these terms that you know I haven't said, we, that you're hyperbolizing for well, the sake of entertainment, which well, I appreciate. Yeah, fine, but you're not, even, you're not even doing what you were doing the other day, which is going, I know this and this. I, I, look, Frank, I'm just saying I want to introduce this bit. Next week, you're going to come back on. Mike will have the answer key. And as you can tell, it is sealed. You see? There's a label on there. It says answers. There's a piece of paper on there with all the answers. And worst case scenario, I get high. Worst case scenario, you get this free bag of bags of weed. So it seems like Frank already won. He has already won. What are we doing here? Frank, congrats. This Frank, rules. Frank gets all this free weed, How do but we... he has to come. You, I gave I you can... a bunch of free weed. Uh, but I can definitely tell. No, you can't. In unequivocally. Unequivocally. Mike, you can't change your thing. You said, <laughs> I have it on audio, where you were like, weed is weed, everybody who says otherwise is gay. Mm. That's before I knew we were giving out free weed. I gave you free weed today. I don't know where we were. I can't remember at the moment, but... Oh, you I, must have been smoking Indicus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe right now. Maybe that's why I can't remember. I'm just saying, so next week I need you to come back on the show. and uh, We're going to go through these. And this is what I, I like to call this challenge the uh, 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 nobody can tell the difference between weeds challenge. And I'll tell you this. If you, if you guess right, the sativas, I'll tell you what. Here's what you can win. Uh, and you tell me which one you like more. Uh, uh, I'll give you more of that weed. All right, great. Listen, uh, you didn't really answer my question earlier. Uh, what was that? You said someone in chemo would just be prescribed weed. I don't know that much about what cancer patients get. So if they went to a dispensary, usually they'd get a recommendation for the people mm-hmm. working there. I'm talking about the first people who were just given, they were literally just given federal, there's only a few people that got federal government weed. I think it was a couple of hundred people in a pilot program, and those people still get weed from the federal government. Yeah, and that weed A state-to-state program. That weed sucks. Nah, I watched American Beauty. That's the best weed there is. Federal Penn, weed? Penn and Teller said so, too. Mm-hmm. But those guys don't smoke weed. I just want to know um, how the people can't tell the difference in weed challenge stacks up against the Pepsi challenge. I mean, there's five choices here. The Pepsi challenge only had two. This is uh, two and a half times better. You know what? Pepsi can suck my dick, son. Right, What's the difference between... I'll tell you what. The bra- let's pump the brakes. Let's, let's just throw this out there. Was Pepsin going to beat cocaine? Right? I don't know. Those both were delivery mechanisms for those other fucking things originally. Pepsi-Cola was for Pepsin, which is supposed to be good for your tummy. And cocaine, which was in Coca-Cola, is cocaine. <laughs> Are we wondering why there was a top brand here? 
Oh, my tummy hurts. I need a sweet soda. Go fuck yourself, Pepsi. Suck my balls. Coca-Cola was always going to win. Okay, so... I can tell the difference between Pepsi and cocaine, Frank. <laughs> what is a similar challenge I could put you to in terms of taste? I'll fuck experience? your mom and your sister, and I'll tell you which one's better. I mean, I could tell you that. <laughs> Sister's going to be tighter. Let's just do the Pepsi and cocaine challenge. <laughs> I bet I bet you could. I bet I could tell the difference between Pepsi and cocaine. But then you got to snort some Pepsi like an oh, asshole. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. All right, you, if you want me to, I'll snort some Pepsi, but you got to get this right. I'm going to have five different types of powder for you to snort. <laughs> and only one of them is going to be cocaine. Hmm. I bet. I, somebody tells me I could figure this out. Is one of them going to be pure cocaine? Yeah, and then one will be a hybrid of cocaine and baby laxative. <laughs> nice. I'll be able to figure that one out, too. All right, so here. Come get your bag of bags of weed. All right, appreciate it. I'll see you next week. All right, yes. This is going to be a great bit. I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited for this weed Z challenge. All it cost me was weed. Which, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting the short end of the stick here. Yeah, 100%. But this is going to get edited together. It's going to make me look like a genius by the end of it. When has that ever happened? Never once. We really need a new editor. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Mike, I know you got a bone to pick with some people, but I want to talk about a, a great sponsor real quick early in the show. Uh, BreatheFume.com. You know about BreatheFume.com? Yeah, I'm sucking on my Breathe Fume while writing my column. As oh, good. Speak. You're still writing your column. That's good, because otherwise I would have a bone to pick with you, Mike. But here's the thing about <laughs> BreatheFume.com. They tell you right on it which super plan is in there. You don't have to determine through some weird contest. <laughs> They tell you if you've got black pepper for nicotine cravings <laughs> or peppermint to open your lungs. It's anything goes. Because here's the thing with briefume.com. It's a wood inhaler, and you put little uh, cores in it. That basically, uh, it's aromatherapy, but for your mouth and lungs, you inhale them. Uh, you have uh, Mike likes the lemonberry bliss. I've been really loving the peppermint. Uh, it's great. It's a great thing for if you need something in your hand, you're trying to get rid of a craving. I use them sometimes while I'm out. Uh, if I'm going to drink a little less beers, it's just something I have in my hand. And uh, kind of, uh, you got one right there. What flavor you got in there, Mike? Peppermint, baby. You're doing peppermint right now? Peppermint's good, man. It opens up them lungs, man. Especially I'm biking a lot now. It's humid out. It's summertime. It's that weird weather, man. You need the world super plants in this weird weather. Is that weather where in New York City it's humid, but it's also cold. It's like walking around in a pool, and every once in a while you're like, wait, did somebody just pee in here? You know what I mean? That's what it is. And you know what you need to get you through that? The world super plants. Super plants will protect you from pee in a pool. At least that's my testimony. That's one man's testimony. So here's what you're going to do. Do you want to try uh, Fume for yourself? You go to breathefume.com slash goon and use the promo code goon. You're going to get 10% off plus free shipping. That's breathefume.com slash goon. Promo code goon. And you're going to get 10% off and free shipping. On the world super plants. Moving on. Now, Mike, there's a lot to talk about. Now, um, how's your column coming along that you're doing now on the show? Well, I mean, I, I you were so riveting with the Frank talk. I thought it would be done by now. I've got a... Uh, Hold I'm, on. Can we... Can we, can we, can we <laughs> let's catch the people up to speed that may just be tuning. You know, not everybody listens every week. Uh, uh, so for, for the last four weeks, Mike has been writing a column. You're going to make me do this column while I'm still writing it. 
Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I'm going to let you pick your bone with DraftKings after this. Because you, you told me you needed time to, sh- to be mad at DraftKings on the show. Well, yeah, but I was going to... Now, a potential sponsor, and I'm sure you work on a much larger MMA-based show. I'm sure you shitting on DraftKings all over a podcast isn't a bad idea at all. Uh, no, no, no. It's a great idea. Uh, so when you said, I need some time to shit on DraftKings, I was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that up top before we start getting into the current events of the week. We'll, we'll finish up with your column this week, and I'll, you know, I can stretch this whole thing for another minute or so while you're continuing to write your column. I, I, I also... I. Uh, I'm like short circuiting. I'm short circuiting. You're making me short circuit. There'll be a Mike's column omnibus <laughs> available on YouTube. <laughs> We're done here. Um, but uh, for people who don't know, Mike was uh, writing his column as he's now doing three jobs. I just it's it's infuriating. He's uploading his podcast, writing his column, uh, and he has to shit on DraftKings because he's you know he's got his real job, uh, gambling addict. That's what Mike has been doing. Uh, since I, and I, I know I've talked about it on the show. Everybody around this office, since gambling has been legal in New York and you're getting the free $300, everybody is just a dege- Everywhere I go, people are like, well, if I just cash out now, I automatically get $100, but I could just wait and see if they clear the spread. Guys, gamble with your life. Russian roulette. You know, we, call, we can call it Ukrainian roulette or freedom roulette. That's, I think, what we need to do because you can't have things. It's like freedom fries. Instead of calling it Russian roulette, <laughs> we will now call it freedom roulette because it will bring you freedom from your mind and body. Freedom from the trappings of life. Freedom roulette. It's new rebranding, and we'll be able to gamble on it on DraftKings.com, Mike. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Promo code goon. Dude, that's actually, I'm not going to lie. Freedom Roulette? Fucking beautiful idea. Yeah. It's like, yo, straight up, you have any stress and problems in your life, play Freedom Roulette. See what happens. Right? You're either going to live... You're either going to you're either gonna get the best dopamine rush you've ever gotten, which will help you get through your depression, or you won't have to worry about your depression anymore. Freedom Roulette! Frank? I just want to throw this out there. If you chamber around next to my ear, I can tell you the caliber. Nice! <laughs> Unequivocally. You Unequiv- heard him say uh, that? Unequivocal gun nut. <laughs> Francis. But yo, if the, like, because here's the thing. You're going to watch a person die in front of you. That's also pretty thrilling. Is, like, your wife that big of a deal anymore? That's true. Yeah, if you watch somebody drop dead in front of your face. Knowing it could have been you. There's nothing more freeing. Then come into Freedom grips. Roulette. Then come into grips with your mortality. Have you ever like look? We were talking about uh, cannabis users and cancer, but when they give terminally ill patients mush- psilocybin mushrooms, not only can they tell if it's Bigfoot monsters or penis envy mushrooms, they also come to grips with whether with the fact that they're going to die. That's because they have faced death. They have become death. We're going to talk about missiles later in the show, Mike. I want you to know that there's a lot of weird missile stuff going on. Oh? Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. But here's the thing. Pick your bone with DraftKings. Uh, also, by the way, just a quick, I want that whole Freedom Roulette thing clipped for Instagram. <laughs> Solid. Um, the, no, I just fucking, I, I went to, I made too much money. What is what I really think is what happened, right? Draft That's something Kings, a lot of gamblers say. DraftKings was just getting killed on the UFC card. They had soft lines for the whole card. I made too much money. Is what does the simp say? 
I don't know. Frank and I were, were were going back and forth. We were discussing like bets that we liked, and like consistently throughout, I was like, "This is an easy spot, and this seems weird. And why is the number like this on this?" And they just, for whatever reason, DraftKings was way off on this one, and they were way off on the main event. And I went to go put every dollar I had in my DraftKings account on the main event, and they wouldn't let me sign in, and it kept signing so me you're out. You're saying me out. you're saying DraftKings mm-hmm. now that they are le- it's legal to gamble on sports. Mm-hmm. They Robin Hooded you. Yes. Because they might be having that issue. Is actually DraftKings might be having the issue where they are dealing with these crazy losses. Because people who there are people who are very good at sports betting who just never had access to this before. There are people who were doing mock bets just with like, you know, maybe you weren't using DraftKings, but there's people who were doing mock bets. My buddy used to just do it to do it. Like he'd have like college football spreads out and be like, "Yeah, man, this is how much I'd be up this season." And I'd be like, "You are weird." That's pretty lame. But like there's also like there's also illegal bookmakers and like different things that have been, you know, they've been around for years, right? Mm-hmm. And it used to be a thing where you know, you'd call a guy and you would get the spread. Now with oh, this yeah. With this live betting and like the oh the, the spread changes throughout the game. It spread changes throughout the game and it's like you know the, this the the column that I'm I'm currently writing is like how to take advantage of that. But it's like there there is a ton of spots you will find yourself in where you can make a lot of money very quickly. And it's like yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they were getting hammered like from a certain demo, like from like a certain area, right? For whatever reason, if they were just getting killed. Between March Madness and the UFC that's going on, it would yeah. not surprise me to be like, oh, yeah, we're having well, issues right he, now. Here's what's crazy is like just the lines that were coming out of Vegas for years. I remember you could easily, I mean, the it's way easier to hit a parlay in fucking U, on a UFC card than it is on a Sunday. Like a five fight parlay. Oh, yeah. It's not that hard. Like I've done it. I've sat just because I've just sat in a room with my buddies and been like five on this, five on this. And just hit five in a row. Like, you see, so you can do it. I mean, like, I think it's like, I don't think they realized quite how degenerate it was going to get. Mm-hmm. And like the amount, I'm, I'd imagine they're. Well, I think they have. Like, There's an amount of venture capital that has to go into this to cover these bets. Well, yeah. So it's like, I, I think they are used to it just given like they, they've done the slow rollout across the United States. So it was like only Vegas for a while. And then. Uh, Delaware got involved, and then you know, as the dominoes started to fall, New Jersey was very big for them. But like, you know, they the New York is a different animal, I think. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I just like I said, they that the, my my big issue with them is like throughout the I just felt cheated, right? I mm. really did, and there's nothing because they locked you out of your account. And there's nothing you can do, right? And you can't just say that. I mean. I guess there is the evidence if you had tweeted, this is what I would bet, This is and screenshotted your balance. Like, you should have just tweeted that out and then gone to customer service. They probably would have given you at least free money to play with. You know what I mean? That play money? Right. Which you can take out the winnings, but you can't take out the principal, correct? Right. So you then need to roll it over into something else. But it's like, honestly, the, the experience was so bad. The experience was so bad. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. Um... <clears throat> You were on the fence. I called you up and was like, hey, you want to split some drugs with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were like, I don't know. I got to see what's going on with this DraftKings situation. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, go, I go, Mike, it's not that much money. Your credit's good with me. And you were like, all right. And then when I got to uh, uh, the place we were meeting up, you were like, probably the best thing that ever happened to me is I got locked out of that account. I, you know, I've become a degenerate gambler. 
<laughs> so now you're all angry at DraftKings for the for the sake of the show. Well, you're 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 kind of spoiling the end of my column, but yeah, I mean the the <laughs> the, uh, the 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 yeah the big thing I think is like you know it is such a compulsive thing. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. really is. You see the numbers going up and down. You see these spots like all day uh, Thursday, the first day of like March Madness. I I just spent the whole day gambling away essentially my entire account. Right, I was down to absolutely nothing. I had so I tied some of my money up in a bet on uh, on a fight on Saturday just so I knew I would have some principle that like I couldn't touch mm-hmm. and just completely lost the rest of it on college basketball and it's one of those things where it's like you see the trends did did your bracket get busted my bracket got busted all over um but you see the trends going up and down throughout the day and it's like you start to see certain things and it's like man i i should have made this move here i could have done this then and and you get beaten by a last minute buzzer beater and it's like it all just feels so tantalizingly close you know Mm. what i mean but so far away that it like it 100 percent sucks man it completely overwhelms my thoughts it becomes compulsive and the only thing i can think about and it's like well this is so wildly unhealthy Mm. but there is something about a ufc card if you have money on a fight it's just it heightens the the enjoyment level like for the the London card was this weekend. That's already one of the most exciting cards, you know, the the just mm-hmm. on paper because a lot of the young stars are coming out of the UK right now, and they were all on one card, right? Okay, yeah. So it was like it was already like kind no, of no. Just a- in general, betting on fights makes look. Here's the thing. Well, I was there's just- all, if there's anything that makes two men beating each other for your amusement better, it's spending money to gamble on one of them getting hurt. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, dude. Even my chick, when we were in Aruba, uh, it was when John Jones came back and fought Gustafson. So I bet a bunch of the fights on that card, and I won a bunch of bets. But she was getting into it based on the money aspect. Yeah, of course. Like I hit the uh, under. That was when Amanda Nunes beat Chris Cyborg. Right. And that that was a major underdog, and I had a bunch of money laid down on that. And that was like my girlfriend was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, dinner was free tonight." It's <laughs> getting hyped. It's yeah. dude. There is yeah, absolutely. I mean, as somebody who. Has gone to Las Vegas with, you know, like $5,000 in an envelope, been down to like $300 after less than 24 hours, mm-hmm. but had like a ton of money put down on the fights to go back to the window to get $10,000 the next day. No feeling like that. Man, Incredible. You are fucking uncut gems. Yes. Yes, dude. Movies dude, like The Gambler with fucking yeah. Mark Wahlberg, they make my fucking teeth itch. I mean, the, you, the Hustler's up there too, right? Like, it's a gambling movie. It's a little the, different. The, he's gambling on himself. The Hustler with Newman? Yeah. Yeah. So, a little too slow for me. Uncut I love that movie. I need, the, I need to feel way more degenerate. So, uh, Uncut Gems, it was such a funny thing, because like, I like to gamble, but like I can take it or leave it. It's like, of all the things that I enjoy, like... I'm way more addicted to chicken wings than I am gambling, like just in general. Like, it, so, but it's like, I do enjoy it. I love a crap, I love a hot crap table. If I'm, if I'm flush, I'll drop two grand and think it's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, but it, it I watched on, Unco- you know, my dad was a, a horrible addicted gambler. Right. Okay. So I watched Uncut Gems by myself while I was already kind of anxious, like during the pandemic. And I remember just thinking in the middle of it, it's like, this is what he was doing the whole time? All of his buddies who all seem pretty cool. This was the dragon they're chasing? And, like, these were degenerates, like, mm-hmm. all of his boys. And, like, kind of like, 
not him, but like some of his buddies were like mobbed up fucking mooks. I was like, this is what you guys are doing? You couldn't just do drugs? Just do actual drugs. It's so much better. So this was like, this was actually a really fun turning point for me, right? Like this was like, I, I feel like I'm definitely growing in my relationship, just, just dating Alex, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm growing up as a man. I went to Mohegan Sun, right? And as somebody, like we were in the wolf den, mm -hmm. right? Where I have personally spent 40 That's straight- That's the poker room? No, the fucking, it's the blackjack oh, den. Okay. Right? Like I've, sent, I've spent 40 straight hours playing blackjack at that, at that pit. Okay. I was playing with uh, Lewis, Kim, and Alex. High on Molly. Like, this is gay as hell. Blackjack is only, blackjack is only fun when you're by yourself. No, it, it's so much fun with friends. It's, it used to be. It's just not anymore. I like making friends at the blackjack. Craps is fun with friends. Like, if you got, like, five buddies and you guys keep hitting at a, at a craps table, woohoo, buddy. Yeah, then you got the one asshole friend who plays the don't pass line. It's like, fuck oh, you. Oh, you hate that guy. That's fuck like, you. There was a guy, I was in Atlantic City with a bunch of my buddies, and there was this guy, we would hit a streak, and this guy who looked like Richard Kind kept walking up and betting the don't pass line whenever he saw us get excited. Richard Kind. Imagine that guy being your cooler. I was. We were getting, we were going to murder him. Like, it was crazy. So look, you're going to sue DraftKings. Freedom Roulette's a thing. I think we can move on. All right. I'll do another ad. Can you almost finish your column if I do another ad? I've literally got one of the multiple. Let's just save it for the end. It'll be done. We'll by the save end it of the show. for all right. But I would like you to be more engaged and not have clacking on the entire show. All right, I'll kill my mic for some of it. Kill yeah. your mic. I'll do this ad, and you can finish up the thing, right? Folks, let me tell you about BlueChew.com. Here's the thing about BlueChew. It's an online pharmacy. Uh, 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 you take a quick questionnaire, and what they do is they prescribe you tablets. No, not the kind where it's the internet, but you be touching it. No, tablets that are chewable, like a, like a pill, but it's a chewable tablet. And what those tablets have is the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. It's like Slodafila and Tridafila. And what they do is they make your fucking dick hard. Uh, so hard. In fact, that the women cannot resist you. It's like a divining rod to puss that is already gush, gush wet. Because that's how good your dick looks. It's not about sometimes an erection. Let me tell you something about erections. Uh, it, it, sometimes it's it, you can have a soft, limp erection, right? And it, it, but it, it, you, you know that morning erection where for whatever reason you push down. And you get a little extra blood in there and you're kind of half sitting up because you're on your pillows. And your dick is the hardest it'll be. And it's got a density to it. It's got a heft. It, you know, you ever take like a, like, a, like a blackjack, like a classic blackjack, the piece of lead wrapped in leather, like an old school one, not like one of these newfangled, new made ones that steal. You know what? You want lead in a blackjack. And that's what your cock will feel like if you just go to bluechew.com and use the promo code GOON. You're going to get your first month of BlueChew.com tablets completely free. You're just going to pay $5 for shipping. Uh, and here's the thing. you, you got to do a quick online survey. It, it takes a minute. You give me your information. But it is a completely reputable online pharmacy. Everybody around here has done it. I personally have done it. Uh, it you, you, you can, I guess, stalk me and find my girlfriend on the internet and ask her. Please don't do that. She'll get very upset. Uh, but she will tell you that my cock is fantastic now i don't tell her about the blue chew just ask her about my cock because you know that's i don't want her to feel special i want her to think she did that even after all these years that's the thing 
uh, what's that song still crazy after all these years? Yeah, I want to I want to play that. I want to make I want to I want to make her crazy with the power of my dick like I used to when we were younger. You know what I mean? And I can do that thanks to an online pharmacy called bluechew.com. That's B L U E chew.com. And you use that promo code again. Goon. That's G O O N. You will get 5%. No, 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 that's not it. That was I, I gotta do that again. Hold on. If you use that promo code, G O O N, you will get free first month from bluechew.com you'll just have to pay five dollars for shipping and when it's shipped to you it comes in discreet packaging but your package will be anything but discreet that's bluechew.com moving on how we doing mike you good yeah, I'm good, Chris. What's up? Nothing, nothing. Let's talk about some other stuff. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I said earlier we were going to talk about missiles on the show. Uh, so the Russians debuted a new missile. Now, yeah. I didn't know the Russians had these. We had talked about this on High Society some months back. Uh, the Chinese have hypersonic missiles that are attached to gliders. Now, that may sound terrifying because it is. They are significantly faster than any missile the United States has. Uh, and uh, apparently Russia has them too, and they didn't even really need to use a hypersonic missile in Ukraine. They just kind of did to let everybody know, hey, just so you know, we got these two. It's not just Chinese people. And the thing is, good chance they got them from China. Maybe not during this war, but beforehand. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, these things go faster than any missile uh, we have. They go more than a mile a second is, I think, what I heard. Uh, uh, what? When the Chinese debuted it, they got a missile. They shot a glider into space, let the missile off. The missile got around the Earth. So uh, these missiles can hit anything in the world. They can attach a nuclear warhead to them. It did not need to be deployed in Ukraine. There's a weird thing going on in Ukraine where it seems like the war has, uh, 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 seems like the Ukrainians might be able to win, except for the fact that uh, Russia, I think, is rope-a-doping them. I don't know. How so? Uh, taking some heavy losses, making everybody think Ukraine's going to win, and now they can get more of the country. If they had just con in and stomped, they would have just got those two spots that they wanted. Now they're just destroying the whole fucking country. And Ukraine's already kind of said, we know we're never going to be in NATO now. That's kind of what they always wanted. Wait, Ukraine always wanted to not be in NATO? No, Russia's always wanted Ukraine to not be in NATO. Mm. Like, Zelensky said that multiple times, but it seems like they're not... I mean, last week, if, if we were talking about this last week, it would have seemed like there was peace talks going on. I think we mentioned it on the show that yeah. peace talks were happening, ongoing, or ha had happened, started earlier that day. It's not looking good. Um, it's looking like this might be a long occupation, but... It seems like Russia's just shooting off some missiles. Is it, do you have the video of, uh, I, I think I asked you to grab it, of just like they, they put out a propaganda video of them launching these hypersonic missiles, which again, pretty terrifying to think of a weapon that the United States does not have. We don't have it? No. We, were, we are five, our best estimates are, this is the problem with our bureaucracy in this country. Uh, 
even when we the things that we spend the most money on, like the military, because uh, it's so stupidly done, we don't have the we don't have the best newest weapons. Uh, our fighter planes cannot reach. Literally, the Chinese have better long-range missiles even before these hypersonic missiles that have more gas in them than our fighter jets that are on the flight decks of most aircraft carriers, which means they can post up in the middle of China if they needed to and just shoot off our fucking aircraft carriers and we couldn't even get a plane to the place they're shooting the missiles from. Um, so here, here you go. So it's basically just a show of force. They're called the Zircon hypersonic missiles. We have good missiles, but they're, I think they're like 10 times faster than Tomahawk missiles or some crazy shit. And people were saying this is like similar to when they fired off the Moab. Remember they fired off the Moab in Afghanistan? To, I thought it was Syria. No, it was in Afghanistan. It was to destroy like a, a series of tunnels. But they like didn't need to. They didn't need to, but they did. I mean, I think Trump just wanted to blow something up, and he did. Um, but here's the thing. That's a bomb. You have to drop that. A missile just shows up by itself. Like... You know what I mean? Like a, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy for the difference between a bomb and a missile. Like, a bomb is stomping somebody's head in. A missile is shooting them from across the street. You know what I mean? Like, if you like, it's like something like that. It's just, it's a crazy. It's kind of this weird thing where it's like Russia's just kind of like, hey, just so you know, like, uh, this could still get fucking funky. Just like. We can wait this out because they could just shoot those from home. Like, what do they even have soldiers there for anymore? It's because well, I mean, one missile is not going to do a thing. One missile is not going to win you. I'm a sure war. they don't have one of them. Okay, you know what I mean. Didn't they see Sidewinder missiles helped Afghanistan push Russia out in that war? Did they? I don't know. Well, then why would you say that, Mike? I'm just saying, because I don't think, I didn't think one missile. One missile, really? I'm pretty sure one bomb, one, I guess two, one, won a war for us. It's true. You know? So, I mean, whatever. It's an interesting thing. It's always interesting to see. I remember there was at one point when the British debuted a stealth fighter that was significantly more advanced than anything we had. And I remember being like... Well, thank God they're on our side. I mean, it's like it is weird. As much as I, I hate all of this military buildup stuff, when you see something like a missile that goes fast, that much faster than sound, it's f like faster than any a mile per second. I think it's like yeah, some crazy That's shit. Wild. That's uh, so fast, you couldn't run from that. Yeah, somebody's gonna correct me and be like, "You're yeah, no, you." Well, no, if you ran in a zigzag pattern, it probably couldn't hit you though. You think? Yeah, like if you just like was like this. <laughs> I don't think, like, they'd have to shoot it, and it would go so fast that it probably, like, if you just were, like, going crisscross, that's what I would ever do if somebody pulled a gun out. That's what everybody said when they were 12. <laughs> run crisscross? Yeah, just run. If you just run back and forth, then how are they going to hit you? It's like, what you, you play duck hunt in your house. Like, how do you, how do you are you retarded? <laughs> like, we all have that game. It's the 90s. Like, what, what are we doing? Um... But so there was, other, there was some other weird missile mishaps. Missile mishaps is what we'll call this. Missile mishaps. Should be a new bit. I want, a, I want a music overlay for missile mishaps. Obviously, I'm just giving you the Benny Hill drop. Yeah, I think that's perfect. All right. Um, 
Also, yeah, so apparently uh, uh, there was also, in India, they... Let me turn it down a little. In India, <laughs> the Indian government is claiming it accidentally misfired a missile. It's a missile misfire. Whoa. And it goes over the border. And they were like, oh, it was a complete accident. Well, it was a whoopsie. Went into Pakistan. Woohoo. Woohoo. Are those two countries that have Slid nukes? right up the crack. Yeah, that's those two countries that have nuclear warheads that have been having a mini Cold War since we ended the last Cold War, which apparently never ended. I think this should be called Frostbite. <laughs> this is free. Yeah, this dude. war is called Freezer Burn. Yeah, dude. The second Cold Dude, the fucking South Park nailing it with that nostalgic shit. Ugh. I literally turned to Alex. I'm like, dog, they can't think of anything new. They were like, yeah, let's run back pandemic and then Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> They're just out of ideas. Dude, they've been trying to push Second Civil War for mad long. Like, come up with a new idea. You it just proves that the Earth is this... It, 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 I know I've been saying this a lot, but we live in a simulation. The fact that wars have sequels, like Hollywood. They just keep going back. A franchise we thought was dead? We thought World War was dead! They, World War Three is Matrix 4... That's it. Nah, it's like when Vin Diesel came back at the end of Tokyo Drift. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's... It, dude, it's... World War Three is Triple X Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Vin oh. Diesel has always been the key to World War Three. Dude, always, dude. He's Riddick, dude. <laughs> we gotta fight the darkness, man. <laughs> but there's another missile mishap, Mike. Ooh, another this missile is, mishap. This is missile mishaps with Chris missile and Mike. Missile mishap Mondays. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Iran shot From a bunch what? of, exactly, <laughs> a bunch of missiles in a crisscross pattern. <laughs> so, Iran shot a bunch of missiles last week, uh, uh, near, didn't hit it, near the consulate in Iraq, the U.S. consulate, because they said, uh, here, let me pull up the exact words, because they're very anti-Semitic, uh, but they said they have proof <laughs> that the U.S. is just Jews, essentially. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, man, the New York Times logged me out, those cocksuckers. But, so apparently uh, we are now Zionist uh, playthings, and that's why they had to fire missiles near our consulate from Iran. And that was another missile mishap, because they missed the consulate. Another more of a missile mishap than missing a consulate. Shoot that right up a snatch, you get a miscarriage. <laughs> Is that what happens when you get an Aboba? They shoot a missile at the snatch? Mm-hmm. Snatch missiles? So that's been missile mishaps for Chris and Mike. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <clears throat> yo. What? All right, you keep going. I got something, though. You just say it. So apparently, uh, year-to-date, cash on hand, mm -hmm. Trump uh, has more than both the RNC and the DNC. Yeah, he was a billionaire. No, 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 no. Political donations. Oh, political donations? From whom? I don't know. But he's got a fucking war chest. Well, I'll throw this out there. If there's ever been a case for Russian oligarchs donating to Trump, I mean, no Russian war, Trump was president. No Trump president, Russian war. Dog. I mean, has there ever been a clearer case for a third party than a president... Who has more a former president who has more money 
than the RNC and the DNC combined. I mean, Ross Perot. Yeah, but that's different. It was his money. His money, right? Mm. I'm saying like he can outspend them while playing by the rules. Mm, that's true. And realistically, I don't know. I feel like you, you, I don't know. I feel like the Trump heads are like hardcore and they're. I think legitimately if he, he'd be better off running a candidate and doing all of their shit in the media. Like, you know what I mean? Like he'd be better off Bobby the Brain Heening. A Ric Flair. Can you, you, you Bobby gotta, the Brain Heaton, though? Like, you, that motherfucker's still going to have to, like... Yeah, you just get the guy who can do the debates. Yeah, I was going to say, Biden, like, kind of won the debate because he didn't lose to Trump. You know what I mean? Like, the debate was still massive last yeah, time. Yeah, but Biden also... Here's the thing. So, Biden can't beat anyone that isn't Trump. Right, okay. You under, you get what I mean? Like, he, he really, like... He... It, it was just, it was, I went, I once went to a Brooklyn Cyclones game, right? Okay. And there was two men with a uh, CB radio. It was the day, remember LeBron James made the announcement? Yeah, 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 the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was two old hobos arguing in the stands. And it was a, uh, it was a bizarre thing because there was these two old hobos and they're talking about it. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, this one fat old hobo goes, Miami Heat, because they were talking. The other guy was like, "He's gonna go to the Knicks. He's gonna go to the Knicks." And he's going Miami Heat, Miami Heat, and then they start arguing again. And the fat hobo goes, "You're nothing without a fucking Puerto Rican." Talking about John Starks, um, and it was an interesting thing. Uh, and I think that is exactly what Biden versus Trump kind of was. Like even because the guy who once that guy yelled, "You're nothing without a Puerto Rican." The other guy had won, even though he had lost. You understand? Obviously. Like your boy with the zoo, like zoo fence. Exactly. That shit sticks with you. It sticks with you forever. Um, so there's a, there's a thing where so anybody who's making rational points and isn't just a crazed hobo with a fucking AM radio in a minor league baseball stadium could probably beat Joe Biden in a debate. If I had a presidential debate with Joe Biden... I would make him look like an asshole, and I am an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Because I would first. I guess I would bring him down to my level. He got above Trump, but I think Trump is below my. I think I. If Trump tried to debate me. I think I can. I think I can debate Trump. I think I can do it. Yeah. What's your strategy? Just be fucking more of a dick, but then slide in knowledge a little. Like if Trump, what would Trump call me? Greasy Chris. Yeah, probably. Probably something like that? What do you think? Classless Chris. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Classless Chris. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, Don, I have more cuts than classes attended in high school. That's why I know more than most of the politicians in Washington. And then it would be like, boom, and a bunch of fucking, it would be like the Arsenio audience, bro. It'd be like, woo, 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 woo. It'd be crazy. So you get a lot of whoops? I would get a lot of whoops for that. I mean, honestly, I'd be like, the education system in this country is fucked. And then it'd be like, boom, boom, boom. They'd be like, bam, bam, It'd be crazy. Everybody knows that's how debates are measured. By bam, bam, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in this day and age. Look, I'm just saying, like, an actual marked politician could beat Trump in a... What is the feedback in my headphones? 
I don't hear it. It's probably coming from your end. Okay. Probably just a weird connection. But yeah, I don't hear. Frank, you hear anything out there? No, nah, he don't hear nothing. All right. Um, but I'm just saying, I think any politician could probably beat Trump in a debate. Like a, like a, not Trump, Biden. Like any, like Ted Cruz could probably beat Joe Biden in a debate. He, he's old and senile and he's like lost his mind. I forget what the fuck we were talking about. Uh, Trump running as a third party. Trump running as a third party. This is the thing you want to talk about. Is Trump running as a third party? Well, I mean, just the fact that he's got literally double the money of the RNC. Like, why? Have it would be interesting the to Republican see Republican Party dragging you down when you can be like, hey. and I'm, I'm saying he should just he should just be somebody's mouth. He should be classy Freddie Blassie to somebody else's iron cheek. I I don't know. I really do think Trump has the cult personality to take every single voter who would have voted, like who would have voted Trump as a Republican. They're a hundred percent following. Trump to his third party. Yeah, but all the person, all the people who want him to be gone from, I know Republicans who switch their vote because they just were sick of the circus. Right, but it's like then you're draining votes away from the Democratic Party, giving them to the Republican Party, which is obviously going to come in third behind Trump and the DNC at that point. No, like, I think what you're doing is forcing Republicans to vote Democrat. What do you mean? Like, I think... There's no, if Trump I think runs as a third party, Republicans can vote Republican. With here, a clear here's conscience. the thing: it's not like it's not like when he ran against Hillary. You, you understand what I mean? It's not like when he ran against Hillary Clinton. There's an incumbency factor here. Like a lot of those Republicans, it, it's not about a clear conscience about voting Republican. People will always vote status quo over misguided revolution because it's the better choice. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, if you see. Um, if you see, if you currently, if you're a Republican who once voted for Trump, who currently sees Trump as a uh, bad change to your status quo and quality of life, which you could very well feel. How so? If you switched, the economy if, was doing better. If you're, if you, sw- if you yourself switched your vote because you were sick. Here's the thing: the economy means a lot. Uh, being able to look your neighbor in the eye means more, and I think that actually played a. I'm telling you, the people I know who are Republicans who switch their vote, switch their vote because they were sick of the circus. If you don't want the circus back in town. I'd prefer the circus to a war. Here's the thing. We're not in this war, and the war might still be going on. You, I mean, I guess you can make the argument. I don't think Russia pulls out of Ukraine if Trump gets reelected tomorrow. No, but I don't see a path for us to join that war. Whereas I think the United States right now is just chomping at the fucking bit to get involved. There are a lot of very hawkish people in the United States that would like, there's a lot of think tanks that would like to get into this war. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think anybody, if you think it's a good idea for the United States to get into this war, a land war in Europe, in Russia, (sighs) you're fucking... I don't know how you found this show, because you're fucking stupid, and I don't know how you figured out how to use a smartphone. Notes of a goon, they just, come on. It spoke to them. Yeah, I, I guess. Speaking of which, your new, uh, your new Russian chunk is solid. The Ukrainian war chunk? Oh, uh, that I've been doing? In your act? Yeah, it's good. That everybody already heard on the show over the last three weeks? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, good. I did it again today. It was, it's getting there. But, you know, that's, that's something I'll have for uh, two weeks. I gotta stop doing... You know, I, I, I once, uh, I've heard like Big J say this. I don't know why anybody who's under 10 years in comedy does political or current, current events jokes. And after the last two years, 
where I didn't put out a special and I just don't have 25 minutes of my act anymore because you had to write jokes about COVID and politics. You had to. To do rooms in New York? I couldn't write. There was no new jokes. I could have done my same old jokes. When I was doing park shows, Mike, before you had a club that I could kind of get away with doing whatever I wanted, <laughs> when I was doing shows in parks and getting $20 a spot, uh, and backyard, you had to do jokes about what was happening because you were like, well, we're clearly not in a comedy club, so let me address why. <laughs> in my own unique way. Um, but yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, 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 Trump could run as a third party. I, I actually, I'd be interested in that because even if he failed, if he got, even if Biden re-won, right, which he would, if there was not a fourth person that ran, that's actually where it's really interesting. A McMahon in every corner. Like WrestleMania 2000. Okay. Obviously, Vince is in Trump's corner. <laughs> Obviously. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to say Linda McMahon is going to be in Tulsi Gabbard's corner because that's the dark horse. Um, who, I'll call who, for. What do you mean? So about her complexion? No, she's hot. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. I'm liking the gray streak, too. She's looking like, remember when uh, Deanna Troy got old in Star Trek Generations? I thought you were going to say, like, Rogue. Ooh, yeah, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good, yeah, that's good, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm. Moan of me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, who else you got? You got Joe Biden. Who be, I mean, I guess you got to have Shane in Joe Biden's corner, right? Yeah, he just got He got fired from the WWE recently. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I then, forgot what we were talking about McMahon's. I was like, Shane Gillis? No. <laughs> Shane McMahon. Yeah. Who's the fourth? Ma- oh, Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon Jesus. would have to be in the Democratic Party just because she's a woman. Yeah. It's her a time younger be- woman. It's her time. <sighs> Moving on. Mike, I guess we got to talk about International Women's Day. Do we? <sighs> we don't. We missed it. It was March 8th. Aww. You know what it was? I was going to do it, and then uh, somebody kept telling me this meandering story that went on and on and on for two weeks. Who was it? Some broad. I don't know. But I felt like we shitted on International Men's Day. Now, here's the thing about International Men's Day. It's not in the middle of Men's History Month. International Women's Day is right in the beginning of Women's History History Month. I apologize. To all you dumb broads who don't understand how linguistics linguistics works. Mm, neither do you. Yeah, I'm drinking these 9% beers in here. Uh, Why are you drinking all of Dave's beers? He doesn't care. All right. I'm going to throw this out there. I've said it before on the show. If Dave Smith leaves beers here, <laughs> they're my beers. All right. Yeah, that's, that's the Brooklyn way. <laughs> Drink beers. It's the Brooklyn way. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, so I figured we should talk about international because we talk we shitted on International Men's Day. So I want to I want to point out that in the interest of fairness, we have to talk about and possibly shit on International Women's Day. And I'm going to learn a little bit about it. I have the web. I sent you the website with your mission for the year. They have a theme for the year. What was the? Th- I don't even remember the themes for International Men's Day. All the guys in the banner photo on the front page of International Men's Day's website uh, look like a bunch of pedos, and we were like, "This sucks." Mm-hmm. This is fucking lame. Men don't need a day or a month. It's just fucking dumb. Just no, be- it's a man's world. 
Yeah, it's a man's world. Just be people, motherfucker. Even with women, you're most of the population. How do you need them? Like, enough, ladies. We got, we stopped just beating you. Look, we gave you marital rape. That's a thing. Okay? Enough. You've got it. Grudgingly. Yeah, you're equal. Jesus. Look, we gave you, we were nice enough to give you 75% on the, 75 cents on the dollar. This world, it's a man's world. We said that. The best we could do, look, what we got to do? We got to frame this. We got to put it up in the shop. We got to hold on to it. 75 cents. That's it. It's Pawn Stars rules, bitch. That's how we do this. So I sent you the thing. Let's look at the theme of International Women's Day. And let's see if it's better or worse than what we remember what we remember of International Men's Day, which was a bunch of dorks trying to big themselves up. I only have the uh, IWD 2022 campaign. What is that? International Women's Day. It's yeah, their website. Oh, it's the International Women's Day. Yeah, let's take a look. Why is she in DX? She's trying to break the bias. Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The theme is break the bias, and there's some, there's some bullet points there. Imagine a gender-equal world. I mean, we just said the marital rape. Jesus Christ, ladies, what do you want from us? A world free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination. A world that is diverse, equitable, and inclusive. A world where difference is valued and celebrated. What does that have to do with women? Women be different, dog. Women are more than half of the population. They're the most same. <laughs> That's what being the same is. I mean... You're the most same. Shut up. We get the difference thing. We're the difference. It's us. <laughs> It's so dumb. Dude, these things, these movements, International Men's Day, stupid. International Women's Day, stupid. All these things are stupid, Mike. I agree. I'm turning very red. Could be the 13%. Are they 13% these beers? Whatever. 12%. Oh, shit. Go, go back to this internet. Let's see what else. Uh, 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 together, we can forge women's equality. Together... We can all break the bias. Is there a bias towards women or against women? I think it's against them, maybe. They or have maybe, biases against us. Maybe it's just biases, like, like period. Like, all if the women get together, we can stop all racism. First of all, they're going to start throwing short dudes into fucking wood chippers if we give women the power to break all these biases. There's, like, there's only one way to get rid of all biases. We have to kill short men. Yeah. They're, we gr they're gross and weird. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to throw this out there. Speaking of difference, big ups to any bitch above six feet tall. Yeah? Yeah. You know why? Because they'll fuck short dudes. Mm-hmm. And you know something? I really respect that. That's got to be a real hot dog in a hallway situation for those ladies. No, 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 dude. You think, you, think, you think vagina depth does not equate to height? I think it does, but I think some of the short guys are packing. Hmm. I mean, dude, Are look you at, looking up? Uh, I'm looking up current uh, oh, UFC yeah. featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky, and his very large wife. <laughs> is she very large or is he very small? Because he's you said he's a featherweight champion? Either way. I mean, she could easily be 5'5". Five five. <laughs> nah. Well, I'll check on that. I mean, she's pretty hot. Yeah. So good for him. But, um... I'm just saying, International Women's Day is not working out. Let's pull, pull back up the website. Let's let's take a look at some more of the stuff. Oh yeah, they got Volkanovski going. is five six, so she might be like five eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, average height for a dude, I guess. Mm -hmm. 
Strike the IWD, break the bias pose. This is just the DX job. Yeah, yeah. It's just DX or the X. What? Imagine, imagine being like, we're gonna do an X, and we're gonna show everybody that we're being creative. Get out of here, bias. Uh, we're breaking the bias by doing an X. Go away, bias. Is it the X chromosome? Is that what it is? Yeah, they're trying to get rid of that. I thought they were doubling it. I don't know. Double down on that bitch. Oh, yeah, the last Y chromosome. Have you seen Why the Last Man, by the way? The show? Yeah. No, I read all the books. Yeah, the books were great. Show. The books were good. Show's rough. Have we talked about how DMZ is going to suck? No. Oh, we'll do that in a second. You think it's going to? Oof. Yeah. You see the trailer? No. Oh, we'll talk about. I mean, stars a woman. I don't. I don't think those things are related uh, necessarily. But scroll down. Let's see some more stuff. Anything where the source material doesn't star a woman and they make it star a woman. I mean, it could. It could. They're doing it, too much. No, I think it could be. It could have been fine, but it seems like they changed the story. Uh, okay, they're not. The whole thing is just they're doing the X thing. I feel like International Men's Day was actually talking about men's issues. And this chick's got a ring on, so she's property of a man. Yeah, dude, that's totally a deed. They, what you ladies don't realize is because you never look at the fine print. You know what I mean? You're not really looking at your fucking contracts. That's what, I mean, we talked about your girlfriend last week getting in trouble at the fucking dealership. Look, every fucking wedding ring, if you don't realize it, if you look real closely, take a fucking jewelry loop, you look... There's a fucking contract on there, you idiots. Yeah, it says property of. Yeah, it says I am now owned by this dude. You guys are dumb for doing for fucking even taking those things. You're not even you're not thinking. See, we all know that. That's why we all all men have two wedding rings. One that we never put on. And then a fucking fake one that we fake you guys out. Now what do you think we let our best man? Bros before hoes? Why do you think he holds the ring? He got all the rings. What yeah, he holds both rings. You got a contract ring, and I have a ring that says, go ahead, cheat. It's fine. <laughs> that's how we do. Inter- that's why we didn't need International that's Men's Day. That's why he's dog. my best man, That's dog. why he's the best man. Dude, because he's good at magic. Sleight of hand shit. He was like, oh, give me those rings. Whew, different rings. You didn't even fucking know. He prestiged you, bitch. <laughs> there was two of that motherfucker. You were looking at the doves. There was two of them. That's why there's a picture. There's two of me. There's two of him. That's why there's pictures of us on Instagram at the same time. We're fucking hoes. We prestige you bitches. And you're sitting here with your goofy little ex. Oh, you're like, bye. Yeah, you think that's going to stop me from prestiging you? Yeah, you think you're out here being Jean Grey with your red hair? You're Shadow Cat, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Bong. Screw International Women's Day. It's as dumb as International Men's Day. Nah, it's dumber. Is it? Why is this guy doing it? He's trans. Hold on. Can we just go back down? I'm just going to throw this out there. The dog's There's- doing it. Oh shit, the dog's doing it. All right, the dog. All right, that actually is pretty cute. But this dude kind of looks pretty stupid. He should probably have been like, I could probably get a better picture. Dog, why would you get a fucking haircut that like just highlights your lazy eye? Bro, you're cross eyed, your legs are crossed, right? you kind of look fat. Stand up. Why is everything first in your all, life crossed? For, yeah, exactly. Cross your arms, cross your dog's your crossed up. <laughs> what is going on with you, bro? Like, it's just, it's so dumb. That this oh my god, I hate him. Look. Uh, all right, these are some chicks. This guy, bad hairline. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, that's First of all, the two dudes who we've seen pictures of, the two men we've, I, and if they're trans men, I apologize. I assume they're just men, uh, regular uh, old uh, men. That's a chick. 
No, that's a dude. <laughs> men, the men classic. That guy actually looks more like a dude. But the, like, he at least was just like, this is going to be on a website viewed by millions. Those other two dudes, it seemed like they didn't realize they were about to be on a website viewed by millions of women. You think... They take their dick out. Make sure your hair doesn't look stupid. <laughs> make sure your eyes aren't crossed. Make sure you don't look fat. Also, probably take yeah, take your dick out. That's just GP. <laughs> just dude, you know how many bitches see my dick? What do you mean, dude? They didn't even fucking pr- proof check me because I'm so in with the International Women's Day. They just threw it up, dude. They just threw it right on the site. I turned my dick into yeah. an X. They dude, didn't know what to do. Dude, nobody even reads the contact emails, dude. <laughs> it's not even in the FAQ, dude. They're just getting tweets. That shit's going to nobody. <laughs> That's what he should have done. That would be fucking dope. That would have been the greatest act of sexual assault ever. Moving on. Mike, have you finished your column? Almost. <sighs> All right, Mike. All right. I'm going to talk about this really quickly. Um, <clears throat> that was a that was a really good one you had on there. Oh wait, can we not do the DMZ trailer? Oh yeah, let's watch the DMZ trailer. Actually, let's do that very quickly, and then I want to talk about a few other things. And get the freak out of here. Okay. Um, and the real reason I want to watch this is because I actually really love the book DMZ, and I th- I feel like the main did you character. It? I did. I finished the whole thing. All right, now I hear a buzzing. I think there's something going on over there. You good? Yeah, good now. Okay. Um, um, oh, it's Rosario? It's Rosario Dawson. Okay, and this I think, could be good. So so here, I want to set this up, and we'll talk about it. You finished the series. I finished the entire series. Like, I don't even really remember. Even after the backpack with the thing in it? Yes. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, that's when it jumped the shark for me. Um, yeah, I know. I read the whole thing. I thought it was, I thought it was a good book. Uh, you know what it was? Somebody dropped all the trades on me at once. Okay. So I just I gunned through it. Yeah, the trades were still coming out while I was reading it. That was the problem. That yeah, that'll happen. Um, but so I was so I'll say DMZ was a great book, and uh, I've talked we I have talked about it on the show. It was a solo episode where I said that uh, the plot of DMZ is very similar to the history of Taiwan, in that it's the you know it's the Civil War, and then you know the DMZ is Manhattan, but then the entire United States is Long Island, and they're at war with the free states or whatever. It kind of mirrors. The People's Republic of China and the P- Republic of China, whatever. Go back and listen to that episode. It was a couple weeks back. It was the last solo episode I did. Um, but so on DMZ, so DMZ, the book, is just, it was very like New York-centric, which I loved. It was very much about like the island of Manhattan and just like these things, the, these societies that propped up. It was about, supposed to be about a journalist who was there, who snuck in, right? That was the, that's the thing. To get the story as things, because the war was coming to an end. The Civil War was finally coming to an end, right? That's the premise. It's been like 10 years since I read it. Yeah, they were like trying to broker, well, no, it was still, it was still like a very hotly contested war, but they had established the demilitarized zone and there hadn't been active fighting in quite yes. some time. Okay, so that's what it was. Yeah, so the, the, so he the was United the- States was Long Island, the Free States of America is the rest of the country, the demilitarized the demilitarized zone is the island of Manhattan. But there was, like, a threat looming. Like, Manhattan had to be evacuated or something, right? Yes, that's what it was. They were You were you were being forced to choose... So Manhattan was going to stay empty, but you were being forced to choose a side between the free states and the United States to evacuate to. 
if that's what if that's what you wanted to do. And Long Island meaning Brooklyn, Queens, and Nassau and Suffolk County was the United States. So it was an interesting story at the time. And so they sent a journalist in. A journalist sneaks in and supposed to kind of profile this journalist who essentially was getting called a hipster for the entire first few volumes of the book, right? Like essentially being like, you know, this like called an out of t- like it was written by, you know, the point of view of these artists who came here to write comic books, which I liked that whole fucking kind of aspect of it. It was a, it's a good book. So, and again, the, back the, when fucking DC used to have offices in New York, exactly. Ugh. The uh, the crux of it being that it was about a journalist in this very unique situation. So let's watch the trailer for DMZ starring Rosario Dawson on HBO Max. Pursuit here is my son. What? Yeah. They've literally already said that it's not the thing that I said was the best thing about it. It was so good. Hold on. Pause it. She fucking her son. No, I think she's fucking this old Asian guy. Who's supposed? You know who's that? That's supposed to be the Dominican dude who runs for president of the DMZ. Uh, that's who that's supposed to be. It doesn't even look like. First, I mean, the guy's like Hispanic, but like, it doesn't look like that character who just looked like a fat dude from the Heights wearing cargo shorts, which was what made that book dope. Yeah, like that guy just looks like a crime lord in a movie. All right. Yeah. I mean, he seems like he's gonna like l- lend you money in the back of a fucking laundromat. Yeah. Turn the uh, turn the volume down a little bit and let's watch some more of this. Okay. I'm gonna talk a little bit over it. Was pre-war. I lost my son in the evacuation. Richard! Where is he? Manhattan. You will be stuck in an active war zone. Could we pause it? Pause it real quick, though. Like, how stupid was that map? <laughs> the map was just like it was just a whole map of New York, and then it just says DMZ. Manhattan. Look at that. It just, it's just, and there's like two other dots on it, like. Wh- why would you even need a map? It's the island of Manhattan. Like <laughs> you know where it is. First of all, you're yeah. First of all, let me hand a a map that only highlights the island of Manhattan to a Puerto Rican woman. That's their true north. They know how to get there. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. All right, hit play. You will be stuck in an active war zone. Oh, man, the Empire State Building's upside down. That didn't happen in the book. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty dope. It's a cool shot that somebody drew. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty cool, but that happens in the book where the zoo animals are out. What was it, the Bronx Zoo or the... No, the Central, Central Park, Park Zoo. Zoo. Okay. Whoa. Wait. Oh, this is supposed to be that dude. Yeah. But again, was cooler when he was a fat dude with cargo shorts from the Heights. Right, who was like actually a charismatic leader and not somebody who clearly looks evil. Yeah, looks like a fucking drug addict. A drug dealer. Like a drug dealer from an 80s movie. So like, if I didn't know the source material, this would look alright to me. Can we admit that? Yes, of course. You are stepping into stratospheres of consequence. I do hate that this is the song, though. Also, why are you, why are you on a swing in a war zone? 
I mean, you got to take your moments, you know. I guess that's fair. Now this this looks. Rough. It's not a war zone, is it? Yeah, it does not look. That's what I'm saying. Is like. Oh. Can I just say this? Can I say this? Oh, it's already out. March 7th, it came out on St. Patrick's Day. The uh, whole limited series or only one episode? The four episodes, I think, did. Um, so let me throw this out there. Um, that looks better than I thought that was going to look when they were first talking about it. Apparently, the woman who directed it has a history of doing like very woke stuff, and I thought they were going to really trump it up, which they might. Who knows with the with the free state? Because the so that's what's interesting about that story. Also, is like the free states of America. The the, the idea of this Ameri the second American Civil War. It was supposed to be like kind of like this weird states' rights Tea Party thing, which is decidedly not what the Trump movement is. The Trump mo movement is right. anti-secessionist. For you know what I mean, like for all intents and or at least it seems to be. Um, so I, but I, I remember thinking that was an interesting part of that, that like they weren't even necessarily the bad guys. Like by the end of it, you were like, well, I don't really know if the U S government is still the U S government and evil. And it was this interesting thing in the, I, first of all, I recommend anybody go read that book. It's if you, if you're interested in comics at all, I, I don't know if it's in my top 10, definitely in my top 20 might be, might round out the top 10. What do you think? Like I said, dude, there's a there's a definitive point where it jumped the shark, and I was just rolling my eyes. But like, no, I wouldn't. I definitely. I don't think that's something that is so out of. I mean, we just say what it is, and like the eighth volume, a character gets a suitcase nuke. Yeah, and it's just a nuclear backpack running through New York. And isn't there a nuclear explosion in Manhattan? I don't believe so. I, I don't remember. It could have sworn there was like a page that showed like you know all of uptown like in just a fucking mushroom cloud. I don't know. And maybe, like things. Or there might have been a dream. It might have been a dream sequence maybe, or something. Maybe. I don't know. I just remember. I remember that book. Like clearly taking. All right. So for me, it's like a fables better. Um, oh, as far as Vertigo books. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. This goes from us just shitting on this and talking about this book to what's your favorite Vertigo books? Because no, I'm into this. You, well, you just said you said it might round out the top ten. But oh, here's the thing. Fables after issue 100. I didn't even get to issue 100. Oh. Yeah. So, but still like the story a lot better. Like the 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 trades that I did read, I like. So better. so here's a, I'll throw this out there. Once fables they wrap up the story that starts in issue one with the whole reason why they're in the main world, which I mean, I obviously stolen by so many different companies after fables came out. You know what I mean? Disney basically made that. What was that? Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They literally just made that just show. they just made that show because they had the IP. well. I mean. They don't have the IP. All the characters are pu a public domain. Sure. Um, but Fables... But the Disney version. So Fables has this whole like <laughs> overarching storyline where you don't even know the reason why they don't live in fairy tale land. And, and, he, and it, the way it resolves is, yeah, the first hundred issues of... And you know what's funny is like I try to recommend that book to people and I go, well, just read the first hundred issues. And people are like, well, I, you know, I would want to read the whole thing. It's I think it might still be... Go I, st I gave up on... Everything after they resolve that main story is kind of just like, like why didn't you just? And I get that it just the book just made so much fucking money for that imprint, but yeah, but I would put fables 
probably yeah top 10 book uh, at least the first 100 issues i mean that and that's kind of how you got to go by comic books this is like just runs right like grant morrison's justice league runs amazing but like i don't need the justice league isn't my favorite comic book no uh i would It'd put, be justice league europe is my favorite comic book. insane i would put uh for sure 100 bullets is making that list you i know you love 100 bullets so fucking good uh probably why the last man i don't know if that's on mine Really, I love it, but I like I don't think it's my favorite. Um, Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, I was gonna say the other Brian K. Vaughn, the big one. Saga, yeah, yeah is yeah. great, but I mean, obviously on hiatus, they never finished it. Oh, really? Yeah. Ex Machi, I, but I think I might like Ex Machi no more. Was that the one that was that based off the? Was that what the movie was based on? No. Okay, I never read Ex Machina. Uh, but Ex I read Machina, those two, very I really good. Liked. Private Eye, very good. Oh, Scalped. Scalped is I never on read Scalped. Me. It's uh, uh, it's on my Aaron. list. It's it's on my list of things to read. That was his like break in through for DC, and it's like you know he just wrote fucking Indian Reservation stories, and all of a sudden he gets to write Thor. Mm. Um, I mean my top two com. I know my top two is the uh the Max is number one always, and I have the whole thing on PDF if you want it. Sure. Um, and the Goon is probably my number two, and then I then it's just all vying for third. I think Lucifer, which is the spinoff of Sandman, might be my number three. Hmm. I like it better than Sandman. Look, all I'm saying is it's DMZ is a hard thing for the top ten, but yeah, I would say top twenty for sure. Top twenty. If you like, I'm just saying, if you like comic books and you like, if you like a story that honestly probably should never have been told in a television medium, there's certain, <laughs> you know, what I mean, there's certain True. things that maybe never need to go into that. That's uh, that's such a ridiculous idea and such a far out world and you kind of like have to buy into it that com that's the thing about comic books that a lot of people don't get is that it creates this visual and now i'm pontificating which is kind of dumb for the show but and i want to actually ask you because you you're a guy i talked to about comic books it's this weird thing about and i said this to xander cannon when i interviewed him for high society is uh he does the book kaiju max which is about a uh, maximum security prison for kaiju, right? So it's, you can't make that a TV show. Or, I mean, maybe now you can. He can get a check for somebody else making that a TV show because he made the book, but nobody was going to write him a check for $5 million to tell that story. And honestly, you don't want to read it as a novel. It works as a comic book. DMZ worked as a comic 100 Bullets is the kind of thing... Oh. They that have works. Tried so many times. It's not ever gonna work. I I'm scared to watch the Sandman show. Did uh, it come out? I don't even think it came out. I think it did. Did I, it? I don't, I don't think it's a show. I think it's a an audiobook read by someone. I don't think it's a no. Show. Netflix is doing a Sandman show. Look up Netflix Sandman show. There's no way it came out, but well, they are. Huh. Yeah, they've been building it for years. Huh. Well, it's like when you know when. The, it, they kept trying to make Watchmen. And you're like, why can't they just make this Watchmen movie? And then they made a Watchmen movie, and you're like, oh, that's why. No, it was good. It was fine. The TV show was great. I didn't watch the TV show, it which was... is not based on the comic book. Yeah, but it was awesome. I don't know. I also like the I also like the DC after Watchmen. Not not the before Watchmen prequels. Those kind of sucked. But like the I Watchmen they made a Watchmen sequel, kind of. Hmm. Uh oh, in DC. It was the the Yeah, it was in I know it was in D I, I remember when it came out, it came out after New 52. Yeah. After Rebirth. This is really bothering a lot of our listeners <laughs> at this point. 
All right, fine. I'll just fuck right off with it then. No, but how? How? Wh- it, when is the Sandman show coming out? Um, it's a Netflix show. But I'm just saying, there's coming out some point in 2022. There are certain things that maybe don't ever need to be fucking movies. Is all I'm saying. Or TV shows or miniseries. That's another thing. Is like they clearly were making this and were like, oh, this is dog shit. It was supposed to be an, a series. They were supposed to go through the entire run of the books. Of which Sandman? Is, of, of DMZ. Supposed oh. to be 12 books. That's 12 seasons or whatever. You probably cut that down to six seasons. It's like, and they did a four episode fucking miniseries because they were making it and they let somebody change it and they go, oh, this sucks. <laughs> There's no way it's good. Whatever. Fucking. When's the Sandman coming out? Uh, it does not give me a release date. I'm sure the Preacher fucking show was terrible. Nah. You're wrong it about It was better that. than Preacher? All right. I mean, come on. You want to talk about something that's built for comics and definitely one that's in my top ten. I don't think Preacher's in my top You're ten. You're crazy. It's so I don't, perfect. I don't, it's, de- it's not my favorite Garth Ennis book. I would 1,000%, the only image I would ever get tattooed on my body from a comic is, uh, is fucking the, the, the death, the fucking uh, kill, what, the Saint of Killers mm-hmm. standing in a fucking nuclear blast mm-hmm. with the speech bubble, need more gun. It's funny. It's the best. You're talking about one panel. I had to read a lot of that book. Yeah, and it was great throughout. Literally throwing this out there, Mike. Again, people are hating this right now, but uh, maybe Frank in the in the other room is liking it. But uh, nope. Did he say? Did she yell? Did she yell? <laughs> nope. He just yelled nope. All right, moving on. <laughs> Mike, you know about the "Don't Say Gay" movement? No. It's a law that they're trying to do where you're not supposed to say gay. And I was like, what is that? I thought who's it- gonna stop me. Here was the whole weird thing about it is, um, I thought it was so when you when you first hear about something called "Don't Say Gay," right? Mm-hmm. As somebody who grew up in the '90s, you would think it would be like, "Don't call someone gay." When you don't mean that they're gay, you mean that they're, I guess, a cuck. I want to throw this out there: cuck was the perfect replacement for gay and fag. Yes, for men. Yes. And here's the problem with an overly politicized uh, society where you want to associate things with the alt-right and this and that. Just have give, just, you should just let those guys have cuck. Like, if you would just let cuck happen, no one would call anyone a fag anymore. Like, if you had just let cuck happen, just, why didn't you just, and then everybody had to be like, the word cuck is associated with the alt-right. Yeah, but at least they're not calling people gay. Right? There's not like a cuck acceptance movement. Okay? Let's just throw that out there. That's still taboo. We should have just let cuck happen. As a society, and you know, I blame the progressive left for not letting cuck happen. They really fucked up. They want to control language to the point. They cucked up. They cucked... They really cucked in their soup, is what I'm saying. They should have just let cuck happen. Because when cuck came out, we were all kind of like, yeah, just call you a cuck. That has the same hit. It's the same kind of bong. Cuck, cuck. We should have just, and I'm not an alt-right guy. Maybe alt-light. <laughs> Maybe. 
But like, why didn't they just let it? We would not be having now. The don't say gay bill in Florida is not what I'm talking about. But I don't understand why they didn't just let us have cuck because it would have been an easy way around saying the things that we grew up saying. And I guess you don't want to turn to a mat for men to emasculate other men. But here's the thing. We're just going to do it. And nobody wants to be uh, associated with the alt-right and Nazis. So we just went back to saying what we were already saying, which is not good. Because that is homophobic, Mike. I learned that. Did you know that what we, what we, what we grew up saying was homophobic and mean and we were bad people? Have you heard that five million times? I had no idea. No idea. Mike lives under a rock. Here's the thing. You should have just let us have cuck. But so now there's this don't say gay bill, and I keep hearing the don't say gay bill, and I'm like, well, are they going to censor people, kids on playgrounds for calling other kids gay, which is, I don't want that either. I mean, they shouldn't call these kids gay or whatever, I guess, I guess. but there shouldn't be a law. And then you find out what it actually is, which is the silliest thing ever, is it's like uh, people that don't want gay education in younger grades. Which I think is maybe an overcorrection because you should absolutely be telling kids uh, gay people exist at a young age. We talked about it on the show a while ago with the uh, that Nickelodeon PSA. You can go back and find that. We were talking about the, the pride flag. There was the PSA with the drag queen who sings about the pride flag. And it was fine when she was talking about the stripes in the pride flag that were made by an artist who named the stripes after things like Courage. But all those new stripes are about like trans and people. It's like then it's like kind of like all right, well, like it's like a little bit maybe too much for a fucking five year old. I don't know, which is kind of where we came to when we talked about it on the show. But so now this don't say gay bill is like to get a lot of these like a lot of gay education stuff out of things, which is like all you basically should be telling kids is hey, it's fine to be if some people have two dads and that's okay. That's probably the sum total until high school, right? Yes and no, though. What do you mean? Well, it's like, all right, here's the thing. Yes, I understand the concept you're saying about, like, you know, like not sexualizing or, like, not bringing that stuff into kids. But there is also a certain... Maybe junior high school you should probably start talking about. You should never be talking about the actual sex acts. No, but there is, like, a certain level of, like, homosexual acceptance Right, like the the accepting something outside of the norm. Like kids are inundated constantly with like man and woman relationships, mother and father. Right, like yes. husband and wife. That's all. Like most of popular media. Well, I, that no, kids I think consume. I think you should have some sort of. There's nothing wrong with exposing kids to media where there's. Although I'll quickly say there's a there's a cartoon where a young boy puts on a cat suit and becomes a female adult superhero that a West Indian gentleman I'm close friends with does not enjoy his children watching. Uh, And he went on quite a bit of a rant to me. Oh, did he? I don't know the name of the show. Did he say gay? I mean, Bati. (laughs) I'm going to throw this out there. Not anybody who's ever appeared on any of my podcasts. I just want to be clear about that. It is not someone who's ever appeared on any of my podcasts. Okay. Because there have been West Indian men on both of my podcasts. But a guy You're I, telling me Pape didn't like this cartoon. No, that is not what I'm saying, because it probably is something he would enjoy. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Legitimately. Um, but 
Yeah, find that. I, I want to watch. I, I feel like I saw it, but uh, I think it was banned in a White household I've also been in. But uh, uh, I get that. I get you got to expose kids to things. I think what it is is that because there's there's the two sides. There's always an overboard. We all know what it really should be is just like being like, hey, uh, uh, it's fine to be gay, right? Like this is the real thing you should be teaching kids. Some people don't have a mommy and daddy. They have a mommy and a mommy or a daddy and a daddy, and that's perfectly fine. That's it. You don't think that's enough? You found the show that I don't know really yeah, actually what it is? Yeah, it's called She's Out. Uh-huh. He talked about that. He was like, this is the... See if you'll find a trailer, because I need to know more about She's Out. I can't believe it's called She's Out. Uh-huh. Let's see here. New this June on The Hub. Meet the boy who became a superhero. Whoa, the ring turned you into She's Out. Dressed as a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, they're, yeah, they're doing... Oh, hold on, hold on. Ready to kick some? She's out. Hold on, pause this. It's a joke, though. The joke is he's like a dude who wants to be a dude, but in order to have superpowers, he has to be a girl. That's a good conflict. Eh, I mean, here's the thing. It's eventually going to lead to him, like, accepting of his fucking female body. You think eventually he's going to just start being like, I love my tits. Yes. You think that's what he's going to do in I, She's Out Season 2? I mean... Maybe Season 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, I do think it's eventually, like, because you can't, you can't have that character, right? Like, that character has to exist in today's society to explain that gender norms are fucking gay, essentially, right? You're saying gender norms are gay. I'm saying that this cartoon the, gender norm gender norms are cucked, right? Cucked. The, the, you see how this could have just been for us. You ruined cuck, and I blame progressive liberals. Could have just had none of us would ever call anything gay by accident because we're drunk, <laughs> or on purpose because we have a limited vocabulary, or on purpose because we're not descriptive humans. Even though we were raised as ignorant white trash, we would not be doing that if you just let us have cuck. You could have just given us cuck. It was there, and you had to be like, well, if you let, if, if you say cuck, you're a Nazi. I don't want to be a Nazi, so now I'm saying the wrong words. Honestly, it's the liberals' fault. <sighs> These fucking progressives. All right, so she, you're saying she's out. So I'm saying she's out has to exist, right, for this dude to mm -hmm. be like, Oh, like living as a woman who's a superhero is actually pretty fucking cool, right? And like I like being a woman, kinda, right? Like that's what it's gonna ultimately lead to because it, it, the the show exists to tell kids that men and women are essentially the same, right? Which I mean, we know that's not true, right? We just covered that Look in the International guns. Men's Day part, yeah, Women's Day. Sorry, um, but I mean the point I'm making. Well, is, to like, be fair, in the International Women's Day bit we just did. For anybody just watching this as a clip on YouTube, uh, we establish that anybody who participates in things that names things days are cucks. And they're pretty gay. Um, the, 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 the... So there's no way, right, that he's going to go through this whole series being like, ew, I'm a girl the whole way. He's eventually going to be comfortable being he, a girl. He's going to be like, 
Ooh, I'm a girl. And start fucking flicking Bean right yeah. in the fucking camera. Okay, I think we both know that he's not going to get that graphic because it's a children's show. Probably doesn't have a Bean in that exosuit. Grow up. Um, but no, I do think it ultimately is going to like, you know, it's a lot of that shit that like Republicans were saying in the 90s. They're going to try to turn our kids gay. And it's like ultimately by making our kids more fucking like progressive and accepting. Yeah, I think there are some people who would have been closeted who are going to come out. Does that mean they're making your kids gay? No. But you might have a gay kid where you maybe would have had a kid who went to church and had sex with his wife and then, you know, met guys in fucking porta potties and you never heard That's about it. That's so much worse, dude. But you never would have heard about it. And you get grandkids. You could still just ad- have an adopted grandkid. There's so many kids that need love. Yeah, that's fair. They're like kittens. Oh, speaking of which, we kept that cat from last week. Yeah, I don't like that you didn't put up a poster. No, we took it to a vet, checked, there was no chip. Yeah, because poor people can afford chips. My cat doesn't have a chip. I've had it for 15 years. If you didn't, if you found my cat, if I walked into your house, if my cat was missing for six weeks, and I walked <laughs> into your house, and I saw that cat, I'd be like, you need to see, show me a PDF of the flyer you posted or I'm fucking you up. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm going to cheese out all over your fucking face. I'll tell you that right now. Well, guess what? No one who lives in my neighborhood is coming in my home, ever. It's my cat now. Racist. That's my cat. Um, Summer, and I love her. She's got, little, she's got little bowls with her names on them. We're not giving her back. I'm just saying there's might have been a little girl crying. Well, you know, she should have been she should have cried before when her parents said that they couldn't afford to get her chipped. We're talking about Shizao, okay? Sorry. You know, the beginning of the show is when you talk to me about your cat, okay? <laughs> I put all that time aside for the, these sort of things in the beginning of the show. We're talking about Shizao and something about oh. Don't say gay, which we all thought was uh this thing where it was like you're not supposed to say gay. And then they're like, wait, no, that's what it is. And then Disney got in trouble because they gave money to a politician that endorsed the Don't Say Gay bill. Did you see this? Yes. Okay, so that was a weird one. And you're going, okay. And then they said that they would come out and they were like, the way they would fight uh, intolerance was they would make inclusive uh, uh, content. Like, is, did they make Shizau? Is that the Disney Channel? No, it's Hub. I think Hub is the Disney Channel. Is it? I don't know. But I think it's there. But so they said they would come in. So this is this crazy thing where they just don't want this. So the overcorrection is kind of just like, hey, so like. She's always been canceled for over a decade, by the way. Really? Is that, that might not, that must not be what I'm talking about. It's the only one where a boy finds a cat suit and becomes a female superhero. So then how is this 10 year old just now watching this? Maybe the kid. It's probably still just running. Yeah, probably. Hmm. So then it didn't happen with the whole thing that you said. What? It didn't happen the whole thing you said where like eventually the kid they probably got 2013 ca- it's still that range for sure. Yeah, but it it probably got canceled because it, they didn't write that. They were just like, yeah, they cut, the kid just still is wants to be a boy, but he likes being a superhero too. Uh maybe. Uh well, it's available for free to watch on Tubi right now. So. That's probably how. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, West Indian household. Yeah, no, I picked up free on, on that. Free on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, so the don't say gay bill, which 
okay, so basically what it was, I've seen some of these books that are like, these are in kids' libraries, and they're like actual things with like graphic depictions of things. Or like, these are a little excessive. And like, okay, like maybe get out of here. But it, it doesn't mean you ban saying gay. The real thing I want to talk about, though, is they had a walkout in the schools, which was the opposite of a walkout we would have had in New York when I was a kid. In Florida, where this bill is being passed, where uh, the Don't Say Gay bill would be like, you don't mention gay shit until high school, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So they had a walkout. Students had a walkout, and uh, this is what transpired. Just a bunch of dudes chanting, we say gay is my... I would 100% go to this march for the same reason. What, what you got out of school? Because you got out of school? Oh, yeah, that too. No, because I say gay. Yeah, exactly. You say gay. Often. But for different reasons in high school, in, when you were in high school. I say gay now as a 33-year-old man. Yeah. For the same reason. Which they should have just let us have say cuck. No, they should just let us say gay because we all know what it means. And none of us are mean to gay people. None of us are mean to gay people. Straight I'm up. super nice to. If anything, gay people are mean to me. Some gay people have been mean to me. I feel like Mark Benjamin judges my outfit every time I see him. I love Mark Benjamin. I love. I, I love Mark. I think he's great. I think he's mm-hmm. hilarious. I partied with Mark till 4 a.m. in an after hours club one night. Gay after hours club? No, it was a straight after hours club. Just a little pause there. Yeah, I don't know. This fucking real goofy chick brought us there. It was late. It was. There was a guy by the name of Deadpool trying to sell me cocaine. It was a lot. His name was Deadpool? He go. He, it was Sean, but he went by Deadpool. Dude, I hate a guy who gives himself his own name and is bad. I knew a kid named Blade. <laughs> I didn't call him. Nobody called him Blade. There was a kid uh, that Stanley went to high Did school. Did he have a knife? No. I mean, probably. He was Spanish. But uh, Stanley went to college with a guy who was like, my name is Top Mac. What? Top Mac. I heard the words, but what? You know what his real name was? I'm just going to throw it out there. Full name. Dave Thomas. From Wendy's? No. Top Mac. And then he was broke and always was bumming cigarettes, and people called him Top Mooch. Mm. And then that becomes your name. That's why you don't give yourself a name. Um, So what were we saying? Gay people? You love them? Mark Benjamin? Yeah. You sucked him off in that club. Whatever. I just say gay. Because it's like it's understood what you mean. Well, yeah, sure. But some people, some people don't, some people don't subscribe to that. Those are people who work jobs. Hey, Frank, seems like you came in here to say gay, well, which speak- is now progressive. Speaking of appointed nicknames and not saying gay, would you have to stop talking to your friend? I ain't gay. Nah. I mean, if you can't say his name. What would you put in place of that? I ain't cuck. Fuck. Gotta keep saying gay so I can talk to I ain't gay. I mean, dude, it's your boy. Can't stop talking to your boys because they pass the law in Florida. He ain't that'd gay. That'd be pretty gay. Yeah, that'd be pretty gay to not talk to my boys. Not talking to your boys? What's gayer than that? Mm, that's true. That's true. I'm just saying, it's honestly, it's a fucking, it's a phrase that works, right? Look, I think it's a good thing to get out of the heads of the kids why but they shouldn't be giving us shit for it i think that's kind of how we should do this yeah yeah i think it's not a bad idea to 
but they should give them cuck. They need a word to fill this void. We can't just be nice? I mean, like, I'm, here's the thing. I don't think you... Teenage boys can't really actually be nice to gay boys because I think they feel very weird about sexual shit. Like, I mean, I never was super mean to... But I just used to say gay and fag and... And like, and I have multiple guys that I went to high school with who came out afterwards who were like, I was so scared that you would find out I was gay. And only one of them wanted to suck my dick. When did you find out? While I was sucking your dick? No, it was like a little after. I was like, <laughs> so you're gay? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, word. Um, do you I, think that any of those dudes... He kept saying no homo with my dick <laughs> in his mouth. He was like... And it was crazy. Oh. It was... it was No, it was, it was almost like... And he, his ventriloquism, he was drinking a glass of water. <laughs> and he was saying no homo while he was sucking my dick. It was crazy, Mike. <laughs> Honestly, best blowjob I ever got. And, and He ain't gay, though. And he was like, hey, just so you know, I'm gay afterwards. I was like, really? I just thought you were a magician. <laughs> I thought you were just doing a lovely trick. I, th- I thought you were a sorcerer. <laughs> So here's my thing. Do you think any of the dudes who were like on that thing being like, we say gay, we say gay, we're just doing it so they can get like two chicks to make out? Oh, for sure. Be like, yo, I mean. I think they were just doing it to get out of school. They were all freshmen at a private school apparently in that video. All I know, dude, if I was there, I would be getting drunk and I would be just offering vodka, like fucking Georgie Well Vodka to fucking just high school freshman bitches to be like, Yo, if you don't make out though, like you're kind of you're kind of a fucking trumpy. I don't even think you can do that. You don't even have to do that. You'd be like, both of you guys want this shot at the same time, right? But I don't think the kid the kids don't just pour shots out of handles to other into chicks' mouths anymore, do they? I feel like that's a time honored tradition that never really left. It's like the masters. I feel like guys have been doing that since like the thirties. Oh, you pour the shot in between the two mounts? Yeah. And let it drool into them? Yeah, yeah. Just have them make out for a shot. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't gay. That ain't gay, bro. Not at all, bro. All right. So, I don't understand. We're against the don't say gay bill. Yeah, we say gay here. We say gay. We We say gay. We say gay. We say gay. Moving on. Mike, we got to get out of here, but I want to talk to you about one thing real quick, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, 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 Mike, you have to turn style every single day. No. Every single day. Okay. Do you hop the turnstile every time you see the train? Pretty much, yeah. Do you know Eric Adams is trying to crack down on hopping the turnstile? Yeah, I mean, they all do. This tyrant! <laughs> I just restarted hop- hopping the turnstile. I won't hop it at my own station because apparently you can just tap your card. You don't have to get the app on your phone. You just tap your card. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I'm still not paying. (laughs) I'm mostly not paying for the train anymore. And I'm not paying for the train. This is dumb. Train should be free. Train should be free. Don't say gay. Train should be free. Train. (laughs) Right. I like all of it. We're here. We're queer. We're not paying for the train. We're here. We're queer. We're not paying for the train. Yeah. It's, it's, fuck Eric Adams, that fucking dickhead. Fuck him right in his mouth. First of all, yeah, hell yeah. That fucking cuck. Stupid cue ball. Yeah. His, I'll make a cuck of his wife. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, of all the things you're going to crack down that, that's going on in New York City, look, 
let's break this down. There was a serial killer killing homeless people. Aww. Do you know that there was, apparently there's uh, 2,600 empty homeless apartments? And the according to the federal government, there's 2,500 homeless people in New York City? Wait, wait, wait. Run this back? The, the Post just put out a fucking thing where apparently, according to a survey of the federal government of... I mean, which is probably off. There's probably significantly more than 2,500 homeless people in New York City. Okay. But the estimate of the United States federal government of homeless people in New York City is uh, um, 2,500, and there's 2,400... Is 2,500, there's 2,460 empty apartments for the homeless in New York. Okay. So just like double bunk a couple of them. Um, no, there's more apartments than homeless people for, and they're, it's not even that there's just empty apartments, it's empty apartments for the homeless. Like it's, it's an insane, it's an insane thing. I mean, I, I can just go be homeless again if they'll give me an apartment. That's the thing is the process of getting an apartment. So we're talking about two weeks ago. The mayors of D.C. and New York got together to be like, hey, you should probably get off the street if you can. There's a guy killing homeless people because there was a homeless murderer. Right. By the way, let me just throw this out there. Black serial killer. Huh. Breaking color lines. Killing it. Didn't get enough press. I'm going to throw this out there. The erasure of black serial killers in this country is disgusting. He better get a true crime series for white women to flick their beans to, or else that's racist. I just want to say that. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, that's what it is. There's 2,500 uh, 25, 2, apartments is almost the exact number as the 2,463 New Yorkers found sleeping on rogue, um, rough city streets or in subway system, according to the most recent federal estimates. Now, Probably does a good thing, but it's kind of crazy that there's 2,500 apartments. No, 25, 10% of the city's 25,000 apartments for homeless housing are sitting empty. There are homeless people everywhere. Just throw them in there. I guess they have to not be crazy. They have to actively be seeking help for drug addiction is probably the actual issue. You think? I would imagine. Huh. Right. What is that? I mean, if that's it, you really think that's the only thing? I mean, that's got to be a big part of it. Hmm. I mean, some of them probably just don't know about it. You'd be surprised how many people just don't know that you can do things. I guarantee you there's 20 guys in this city who would get vaccinated for COVID who are just like, yeah, but like you got to wait and there's a whole thing because they tried in the beginning and it was hard. And then they were like, man, it's just like, you know, it's a pain in the ass. So I'm not doing it. I bet there's twenty five I bet there's twenty-five whole people in the like despite all of the ads, there's twenty-five dudes who would gladly take a COVID vaccination and haven't. Because they're just like, that eh, seems like a whole thing. When you just like you you could literally trip and fall you could just go sw- all the needles in Coney Island in the beach are now COVID vaccine needles. They're not heroin needles anymore. You could just swim in the beach in Coney Island and get vaccinated for COVID. 
I, that's what I'm saying. He's like, I bet there's a bunch of homeless people who just don't know those apartments are available, don't know how to get them. You have to get a social worker. You have to keep up with the social worker. And these are mentally ill people. They're hard to bog down, man. They're all over the place. And by mentally ill, I mean probably the most sane. Think about it, Mike. They're crazy like a fox. <sighs> what does the fox say? It just—I just thought this was a funny thing that at the same time this is happening, uh, uh, Eric Adams is like, "We had to crack down on." First of all, he's—it was a kid just riding up and down, wheeling up my block with a dirt bike earlier. It was—it made me think. I read this article earlier today, and I go, "It made me think of De Blasio, right? De Blasio's big big thing was Vision Zero." which was trying to get the amount of deaths from car accidents in New York City to zero. And then he just stopped enforcing all of the laws for the most dangerous vehicles that quadrupled on the street under his administration. <laughs> like, just dirt bikes wheeling constantly everywhere. Like, DoorDash is like, yo, if you get there in three minutes, we'll give you a million dollars. And just Mexican guys going the speed of light on electric bicycles all over New York City. it's They're going faster than those Russian missiles. It's fucking nuts. Why don't we just strap a warhead to some fucking door dashers? I, I guess that'll prevent nuclear war. I don't want to prevent it. I want to win it. You know what? You're thinking like a, you're thinking like a fox, Mike. You know, like a homeless fox. All right, uh, I'm going to move on to our last segment. Yeah. Mike, you finished that column in there? Yeah, you know it. Did you? Yeah. All right. So, people that don't know, uh, Mike's been writing a column. What is this? Is this uh, the fifth one? Uh, Fourth one. Let's see. I did fire, Valentine's Day, procrastination, Karening. Four. So this is so the this fifth is five, one. Yeah. So you have to do one more, and then you have a submission packet. We have to write you a bio. I'll I'll write your bio and I'll read it to you on the air. Uh, I think I I made you do enough writing. I'll after you do your six. You're I, gonna do my bio. I'll write your bio. You can edit it. You can criticize me the same way I've been criticizing your. That's the thing. You can criticize my bio that I write of you. The same way I've been criticizing your columns, right? Uh-huh. I think that's fair. I think that's I think that's only fair, Mike. Um, so I'll do that. You will write your bio. We'll send it in to King Syndicate, and we'll get you this column, syndicated column. And you can go to your parents and you can go, "No, I'm not a podcast producer. That you don't eat, still don't. Even though I've worked here for five years and you don't know what a podcast is, still you're just like, what is that? I don't understand. There's the internet, but it's the radio. Wait, how do I listen to this? It's internet on the radio. Radio on the internet. God damn it. I'm not doing this again. It just... Uh, how do I... Just just show me the channel, Mike. And they're just, they're, they're just shoving a clock radio in your face at Thanksgiving dinner, but it's plugged in at the dinner table. Like, why do they have clock radio at the dinner table? It's such a weird thing, man. They're really obsessed with rambling with gambling in the morning on WOR. It's very strange of your parents. Whatever. So to earn their respect, you have to get on their level. And become a syndicated columnist. So you're writing Mike's advice. It's going to be six columns. You're going to submit it. You're, going to, you're a shoe in I think, at this point. Once I write your bio that's going to be glowing, you're going to kill it, right? Obviously. Okay. So 
this is uh, the fifth column for your submission packet. W- what's the topic of Mike's advice this week? All right. So, a wise man once said, what's the topic? Gambling. We talked about gambling at the top of the show. Yeah, but the column wasn't ready by then. You're really gambling on this whole... All right. Mike's advice. Pull it up. I'm going to read along. A wise man once said, it's incredibly easy to make a small fortune gambling. Simply start with a large fortune, and before long, you'll be left with a small one. Who said that? Uh, the Streets. Some... Is is it the rapper, the British yeah, yeah, rapper? British rapper, the streets. No. You you need quotes around the thing. Well, I mean he didn't say it exactly like that. I'm paraphrasing. Okay. I mean, he was like, you know, it's easy to make a small fortune in spread betting. Simply start with a large fortune, and before long you'll be left with a small fortune. That's how he says it. Oh. That was also a damn good streets impression. I thought that was a clip from uh, Believe You Me with Michael Bisping. <laughs> you think that that's something else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, you'll have a small one. If you're someone who knows that to be all too true, then this is the column for you. That's right, dear, dear degenerate. Your ships come in. Let's get this bread. Number one. Now that gambling is legal in a ton of U.S. states, major VC money is being thrown at the marketing to try to attract new players, and a massive amount of that marketing budget is being given to the potential new customers in the form of free play money. Give them any big sporting event, and they'll tie in a promo to get that free money in your hands. March Madness is popular right now. WrestleMania? Sure. Baseball opening day is right around the corner, as are the NBA playoffs. All of these are reasons for sites like DraftKings to give you hundreds of dollars in free money. Sign up for two or three of them based on the deal they offer at the time. Every site is different, and you only get your new user bonus once, so use it wisely. Two. Okay, now that you, now that they've given you the tools for their demise, make them pay for it. Take a look at the live odds on any given night in the NBA, NCAA, or even the MLB. The books need to protect themselves if they have a ton of money already bet on heavy favorites, and they will go nuts trying to induce action on the underdog, try to balance their books. Teams that were plus 180 at tip-off will become plus 400, plus 500, or even plus 600. These come through at least one or two a night, so just stack your lottery tickets with free money and cash in for a big win. Number three, now you've managed to make a few bucks having risked absolutely nothing in the process. Now here comes the hard part. Find the withdrawal button. That's going to be real hard because you know what's going to happen is now that you're a gambling addict, you're going to go through gambling withdrawals. Right. You should probably add some advice where you tell them uh, that the best way to beat gambling withdrawal is with freedom roulette. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) Now you've managed to make a few bucks having risk absolutely nothing in the process. Now it comes the hard part. Find the withdrawal button. The reason they gave you all that free money is because they want you on their platform gaming. Beat them to the punch. Quadruple, triple, or hell. Even double the money they gave you. Then get out. Find the strength to call it a day and get out while the getting's good and head for the hills. Beat them at their own game and enjoy your time in the winner's circle. That's the whole thing? Yeah. Just take the money and run. That's the way to get ahead in gambling. They're giving you free money right now. Hold on. Do you think this is a good submission for your submission packet for your advice that also you spent the entire (laughs) show writing? I was also, you know, doing the show. This is a long show. 
<laughs> I was doing... We've been going an hour and a half. There's almost two hours. I'm drunk and tired, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I, you know. I'm exhausted from drinking. <laughs> that was the whole theme of it was just, you know, get the free money. Your, hold on. What? Your column for this week, for your unique voice, is you got to know when to hold them. Know no when, when to fold them. Know no when, when to walk, walk away. away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, I can keep going. If you don't count your money when you're sitting at the table, how do you know when to walk away? <laughs> Uh, because you'll know when to walk away and when to run. Better run with that money. <laughs> All right. Well, that song's literally about a degenerate dying of alcoholism yeah, yeah, yeah. on a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'll tell you how to win at cards. Yeah, while he drinks that person's booze. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Can I get then, a sip of that? If, if you give me your sip of whiskey. Yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. tell you the secrets to gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says you got no one to hold them, yeah. no one to fold them, no one yeah. to walk away, no one to run. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Mike Harrington has cirrhosis. <laughs> you wouldn't think that because he doesn't drink, but it turns out, uh, fucking Alex Scarlato gives you cirrhosis and scurvy. Mm. She she's she's so thin she leeches. The vitamin C out of your cockhole. Yeah, she eats the nutrients. She's a pussy vampire? Mm-hmm. Mm. Clearly. I mean, don't say gay. Just say pussy vampire. <laughs> Honestly? Solid. Uh, this has been Notes of a Goon. Uh, I've had fun. I hope you have, too. Other than that part where we're talking about comic books that everybody hated. I hope you skipped that and you got to the end because it got real funny after that, I feel like, for a while. I feel like we were making up for it. <laughs> no, no, we killed it. Yeah. If you like comic books, I feel like you really like that. So, Christian, I'm glad you're listening still. Um, Christian listens every week? Most weeks. What's up, Christian? If I tell him there's a lot of, if I tell him there's a lot of comic book talk in this, he'll definitely listen. Sick. Yeah. But uh, follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Mike the M Harrington on both of those things. Mike, you got anything else you got to plug? I know you got Stick and Portly on the Gas Digital Network. Uh huh. And uh, come check out a show at Brooklyn Comedy Club uh, before Ed fires me. Before Ed, every week you're in danger of being fired. I mean, yeah, literally every week. I don't know. I, I'm starting to think I might not be in danger of getting fired. Um, That's just. I think that might be how he operates. We'll get we'll get a little behind the scenes real quick, but you, you you've been in danger. Of being fired constantly for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I think it's just his personality. I think it really is just you know he 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 doesn't like making anyone feel at ease at any time around him. So he just constantly points out every single flaw, but he keeps paying me. So, you know, paying you pretty well. Yeah, I mean, for what you do, I do plenty. I I think you do plenty. I think it's 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 the most anyone's ever paid you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I think you do a good job with the budget you have. You book amazing comics. I'll be there on Thursday after High Society Radio. I thought this was you trying to bully your way into another show. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. 
probably uh, I'll be in New Orleans next week hanging out and getting drunk with my girlfriend. But when I get back on Thursday, I'll have a spot waiting for me on Friday at 11. <laughs> probably Saturday. I mean, yeah, probably Saturday at 11. Yeah, that's probably. when I'm there. And honestly, yeah, I'm going to book you tonight when I'm not there. That's fucking. Gonna go hang out with Christine in a med? No, I would rather I would rather be there when you're there. Yeah, obviously, it's way more fun. Yeah, you're 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 better. You're better than those people. Mm-hmm. You get you good. All I'm saying is you do a good job, Ed. If you're listening, I can't believe you got through that whole DMZ thing. Look, <laughs> if you're but if you're listening to the show, if you're if you're two hours into this show, you don't think Mike's doing a stupendous job at booking your club. You should play Freedom Roulette. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. I hope somebody clips that and sends it to him. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die Say goodbye.